from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is the Thai Cats This Week with RJ Broadhead and Luke Tasker. Welcome to another edition of Thai Cats This Week. I'm RJ Broadhead and joined with Mike Morreale. We'll be calling the game on Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock Eastern Time. Tiger Cats taking on the Montreal Alouettes. And Mike, I'm excited and thrilled to be working with you and maybe just a tad more excited to see if Tiger Cats can continue this momentum they've got going. I'm hoping you're more excited about the latter. Yeah, you you and I will do great. I I look forward to it as well, RJ. It's it's going to be a blast, and they'll be even better with with the Ticats victory. So they have done everything they've needed to do in these last uh, several weeks to to not only stay afloat, but to pick up points and and key wins and do it with a lot of their their top guys out, not not just at the quarterback position, but across the board. So um, I I think you got to be feeling pretty pretty happy in Ticat land right now. Yeah, no question. Anyone who looked at the schedule at the start of the year saw the first seven games. They would be tough as far as the schedule is concerned. Nobody predicted the injuries to key players and all that adversity. And then these next seven seem to favor the Tiger Cats a little bit. They'll start the first of three at home, and they are getting healthier. Jeremiah Masoli listed as the starting quarterback. Brandon Banks is back. Braylon Addison will play in his first game of the season. Coach O was asked about it, if it was the, the best offense that the Tiger Cats have been able to put on the field this year, and he was hesitant to go that direction, but he said it was the healthiest. I'll ask you, do you think it's the best offense that the Tiger Cats have been able to put on, at least the deepest offense? I think without question, and I know Coach O well enough that he would never tip his, head, his hat either way. So he's, he's keeping neutral, as all good coaches do. Um, but, you know, the return of Braylon Addison alone uh, is, is pretty important. And when you combine him with, you know, a healthy Brandon Banks and Jeremiah Mazzoli coming back under center, and what they've got out of the other guys that have stepped in, like Dunbar has done a fantastic job. So in uh, Ackland as well, and I can go on and on. So, yeah, I would, I would gather uh, pretty confidently that this is the best uh, kind of receiving core they'll put on the field. Um, and, and, and I hope it, it results in, in the big amount of points that, uh, that, are, that are due, I think, for, for a lot of teams, but especially the Cats. Well, you brought up a couple of good points there, Mike. First of all, Stephen Dunbar Jr., he had his coming out party in that win over Montreal in game three, 27 to 10. Hamilton won. He was outstanding in that game. And then you, you look at the defense and the offense. These two teams are kind of mirror images of each other. Montreal scores a lot. Hamilton doesn't. Montreal allows a lot. Hamilton doesn't. Do you see it coming down to if the Hamilton offense can find a way to score that it's a win for the Tiger Cats in all likelihood? Because that defense, they've already shut down Montreal once. Yep. Maybe they can do it again. I, I think they have a good chance of doing it again. And, and I'm taking nothing away from Montreal, but that's a defenses get better and better and better. And they just start to mature earlier. So I expect that trend to continue offensively it's funny we're saying that the cats don't score a lot of points coming off what we've been known so yeah you know to see over the years so there's a breakout coming uh there really is and when when you get a lineup like we talked about with all these guys coming back especially on the receiving core um it's going to cause mismatches down the field and it's going to open up other guys there's going to be guys that are you know playing in maybe not the uh the flashiest role to come in and, and pick up some some easy catches down the field or some open runs just because of all the attention that Montreal defense has to has to have on 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 the quality players they have on the Hamilton side but yeah they're due for a breakout I think uh, you know uh, it 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 will be a defensive battle but I but I have a feeling a couple big plays from the Cats could open it wide open 
Yeah, and Montreal so dangerous. Vernon Adams Jr., he's mobile. He's uh, tough to sack. Only been sacked seven times. He's got a veteran offensive line there that helps, and that also helps William Stanback, who leads the league in rushing. And you look at the numbers he's been putting up. It's just ridiculous trying for his third straight 100-plus yard rushing game. But the Tiger Cats were able to hold him to 40 yards in that first meeting. And Coach O said it was more of a, a scheme that Montreal was going with. They were passing a little more in that game. But you'd have to think they're going to ride stand back in this game. And as a defense, when, you, when you, you look at them, they have to take pride in a challenge like this, wouldn't they? Oh, for sure. You, ha- you have to stop the run game. I mean, that's incredibly important, especially in, in three-down football. If they're churning out you know, six, seven yards on first down, it does change, you know, how you play the game. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, tough to have a defense stay on the field for a long time. So, stand back, they roll with him. If, if he can get moving, it's, it's going to be tough because that really opens up the, the offense for Montreal. And, and Vernon Adams Jr. can move with the football out of the pocket. He's good with his legs, very good with his legs, and has done a fantastic job playing with some confidence. But I, I think it does start um, in the backfield and, and then, and therefore, starts at the front seven for the Cats trying to contain and stand back. Three straight games at Tim Hortons Field, Mike. That's obviously key for the Tiger Cats. What have you seen from them when they play at home? They, they just seem to have that, that different swagger and that protect the house and invincibility about them. Yeah, they, they certainly feed off the the fans, and the fans do a tremendous job of, of acting like it is a at full capacity. Even though we're we're inching our way in that direction, yes. uh, they come with they do come with a little more swagger. They do come with a little bit more, um, I would say, importance about defending the home turf, like you said, and just playing up to the fans, really letting the fans kind of rally behind them and, and using the fans as a way to continue to roll. And uh, you know, in an environment like that, when you can you know, the offense is, is moving the ball and the defense has turned the ball over and special teams are clicking. That could be, you know, 60 minutes of just nonstop fan interaction. And in, in a venue like Tim Hortons Field, that's, that's really come alive since they moved there. I think this is another outstanding opportunity to, to start this home standoff the right way and then making sure those guys come back, the fans come back yeah, day in and day out. You mentioned special teams. That brings up Frankie Williams, and he had that big game against Montreal. Uh, most production. He didn't run one back in that game, but it really set the Tiger Cats up, and they got their points off those great returns from Frankie Williams. So he'll be a big key, as will Simone Lawrence. And we have to talk about him because he's going to enter the top 20 all-time in defensive tackles in the CFL. He's one behind Dante Marsh. And that's a real tribute. He's uh, about 18, I think, behind Orlando Steinauer. So that'll be a big moment. But uh, Timoni Lawrence, he's a, he's a motivator. He's a performer. He walks the walk. He talks the talk. How important and special is it to have a player like that on your team? Oh, it's incredibly important. Uh, you know, in the, in the years that I played, I, I can name, you know, a handful of guys that fulfilled that role and they were the de facto leaders. Um, you know, they were vocal, they were, they played with passion, uh, they were playmakers, they did all the right things. And, and really it's, it's fun. It's fun to be around a group of guys that, that has that as, as one of their leaders and there's others, but he's, he's the one that you notice. And he's the one I think, um, you know, from a veteran point has really, you know, shown, uh, everyone on that roster, what it's like to be committed and be prepared and to stay healthy. And that consistency is really the key in becoming, you know, a future Hall of Famer or, or leading in statistics. And, and I know 
No Simone is not about that side of the game, but because of the way he plays, that will be, you know, the legacy that he creates, right? He's, he's going to be a, a Hall of Fame player. He is a Hall of Fame player, and he does it by being consistent, prepared, and doing all the right things. Yeah, and makes everyone around him better, and that defense you know will be up for the challenge against this uh, highly offensive Montreal team. When you go into the game on Saturday, Mike, is there a, a matchup, a player, something that you're looking forward to, to seeing? Uh, excuse me. I'm going to watch how they how they play defense against this this kind of revamped or renewed um, receiving core. Uh, that will be interesting because again, I think there will be mismatches that just take place by virtue of, of how they play the. I, you know, it's going to be difficult for them to play any sort of man to man. There's just too much motion, too much action, too much speed. If they go to the zone, then there's going to be pockets that are left open. It's just inevitable. Um, you know, they'll probably look to take away most of the deep spots and the deep shots over the field. So look at the middle of the field, uh, out to the boundary. So, you know, again, I, I, being a former receiver, I guess that to me is like the tactical side. But, it, but it's fun from the perch that we're at being able to see that whole field view because you see – all the little things that maybe you don't see on TV that we're able to talk about because we got that bigger view and lens on what's even happening on the sidelines or, or what's happening away from the ball. So um, matches will uh, kind of uh, come about, uh, but the, my initial one is just kind of watching how that plays out. Well, that's great. That's Ty Cats this week, and the game will be at 4 o'clock Eastern time. Mike and myself will have the call as the – Hamilton Tiger Cats take on the Montreal Alouettes and be sure to catch Tiger Cats pregame with Louis B and Andy Fantuz. And you can listen to the game, 4 o'clock Eastern Time, kickoff between the Owls and Tiger Cats on the Tiger Cats Audio Network.